Good morning, Buffalo. Thank you for joining the Hometown Podcast. It's another beautiful day in Buffalo. Grab your coffee, sit down. Let's just talk um, you know, briefly about some football and things going on. I, um, For all of you that are following the Journey to 32 on my YouTube channel, which is just my name, Vinny Torquezio, um, you know, search, subscribe if you're interested in following. Um, I just got a brand new helmet, helmet number 20. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. And I also have it on TikTok as well, which is uh, at hometownguy716. Check that out. YouTube, I have the uh, the actual video for the unveiling of the helmet with the helmets behind that I already have. Like I said, that brings me to helmet number 20. And um, collection's getting pretty full. 12 to go, obviously. Uh, six in the AFC, six in the NFC. And, um... Well, let me go over the ones that I do have right now. Right now, of course, I got the Buffalo Bills. I have the Green Bay Packers, the Steelers, the Seahawks, the Houston Texans, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Atlanta Falcons, the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins, San Francisco 49ers, New England, or I'm sorry, the New Orleans Saints, the Chicago Bears, the Minnesota Vikings, the Philadelphia Eagles, Carolina Panthers, Dallas Cowboys, Las Vegas Raiders, the Denver Broncos, the L.A. Chargers, and again, the Kansas City Chiefs. So, remaining in the NFC, um, I have the Giants, the Redskins, the Lions, Tampa Bay, Arizona, and the Rams. Um, some good ones in there. You know, I never get them on based on particular order. Sometimes I do votes. Sometimes my wife just randomly picks. In the AFC left, I have the New York Jets, the Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns, Indianapolis Colts, the Jaguars, the Tennessee Titans, and the West is full. That's the only full, complete division I have. So um, follow. you can follow those videos and the unveilings of each of them. Uh, go to my YouTube. Check out the talk, uh, Chalk Talks if you want. They're uh, showcased there too, but uh, obviously would be greatly appreciated. I recently just did a TikTok, actually like less than 12 hours ago, <clears throat> and uh, I rolled up right on my wife and I said, how many likes is it going to take me to get Super Bowl tickets for next year? Just hit her right on the spot. And um, it's kind of funny, the responses I'm getting, and she didn't really answer in the TikTok. Well, go check it out again at hometownguy716. Just trying to get it out there for you if you guys do want to see it. Um and she said a million, and I said, well, I only got 277 listeners or followers on, on TikTok. I said, come on. So she didn't answer, but at the end of the video, she said 30,000, which, you know, it grew exponentially. I'm over 20,000 views right now, and I went from 277 followers on TikTok to I'm over 710 right now. You can go check that out if you want and just... uh like, do your part if you want to see me go to the Super Bowl. I mean, I can't imagine that actually really happening. I mean, can I actually hold my wife accountable to get me Super Bowl tickets if this skyrockets? I'm already exceeding expectations as far as I go. I get 150, 200 likes, and whew, I'm pumped. Two months later, I see it get to 220. We're making progress. I'm just, let's be honest. <laughs> so seeing a girl like this is kind of cool, but you, you can definitely uh, go check that out if you want. Um, so I'm hearing some news shifting topics a little bit because obviously, you know, we all love football. We all love our sports and obviously the circumstances are understandable, but I'm hearing that if football or sports do resume, no stands or no, um, no people in the stands, no crowd, no audience. 
I mean, everybody will be watching from home and, you know, it'll probably do. But what kind of atmosphere are you actually going to get if the Bills are playing the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football at New Era Field? And you're kidding me? We don't have stand fans in the stands? Come on. I, I, I really can't picture it. I really can't picture it. I mean, maybe you pan less into the crowd, obviously, because there is none. I Maybe we don't notice how much they actually do pan into the crowd to get people pumped up. Is it going to sound a lot different? I mean, probably. Is it really going to happen? Who knows? They're talking that and a shortened season, which would... Uh, would kind of stink and you know of course i'm talking we're talking relative to you know just liking sports and wanting them back you know understand the circumstances for anybody that's like well come on times are tough man no we i understand that i understand that but you know, we do want to get our sports back um when the time um is right of course for that so you know, i got a draft coming up in you know like a week and a lot of people are going to be home, all the scouting's from home, so that'll be interesting. I don't think that'll be too much different. I know they were going to do something in Vegas, um, you know, with the Bellagio. I don't know if that ended up, was true, and that would have been pretty cool, but obviously it's not a good idea to do that. So I think the draft will be pretty much, you know, the same. Schedule release. I heard something, I know it normally comes out around this time, like a week before the draft. I heard as late as May 9th now, so I think because of Corona, it was affected a little bit by that. So, um, and if who knows, they might be determining whether or not the schedule is going to be shorter or not. But they might have some sort of you know stipulations in there if it's still bad. Okay, instead of 17 games, which they extended it, which a uh, ironic time to extend it when we're not even sure if we could play. Um, you know, maybe they do 14 games or something like that. You know, as long as there's football, I think that's cool. You know. Coffee break here. Everyone take your quick sip. Um, nothing like a fresh cup of coffee. But we got some snow here in Buffalo yesterday. It was a decent amount of snow. April showers bring May flowers. Not quite exactly what Buffalo was uh, doing here. We did a little snow, but um, eh, not bad. Yeah, we live in Buffalo. You never know when it's going to hit. But anyways, so that'll be interesting. No, no, no fans in the stands for these games. Understandable, you know, but I think football is really one of the only sports right now that's not being affected at the moment. I mean, they are in some way, but, you know, as far as actual game time and stuff like that. So we might just be right on track and ready for the schedule um, of the season and, and, and it be unaffected. But who knows? So. I mean, we got to see Diggs and Allen and, you know, I mean, I, and everybody's everybody's super ecstatic. I'm sure I'm with the majority of people who are like, man, do we really have Stefan Diggs? Come on, let me know. And, and and it's true, we do. And he's a game changer. He's a game changer. That's what you do. That's what you do when you have your quarterback in place. Now I see... Why you build around your franchise, why you look for your franchise guy, and then you build around him. That's exactly what Buffalo's doing right now. Offensive lineman, a new one we just picked up. He actually went to school with Mitch Morse. Big guy. Looks like a Viking. He's huge. Um, very excited to have him. He may he may compete for a he probably he's going to compete for a starting job. So that'll be interesting. Buffalo's improving that offensive line. You protect Josh. 
protect him. Understand we needed that receiver, and we got him in Stephon Diggs, who, by the way, I watched his highlight reels several times, and he probably is one of the better route runners in the league, period. And he's probably one of the better possession receivers, period. And yeah, I mean, of course, I'm going to spike him up a little bit. Would I say that if I, you know, he didn't just go to the Bills? I didn't really look into him like that. But I knew he was a dynamic player. We know he's a dynamic player. But he 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 gets he goes up and he gets it. And he doesn't drop. I, I haven't seen him. Actually, I don't know if I've ever seen him drop one in the highlights. I was what? Well, they were highlights. But, you know, he's, he, he's something special as far, far as route running goes. Very quick with the second and third move to get the cornerbacks off leaning into him he's just going to make such a difference and allow Cole Beasley and John Brown to be their true number two and three receivers it's excellent and I think we're going to see I think that's going to bolster the production in the tight end slot with Sweeney and Knox I mean Knox is going to be there but Sweeney Sweeney seems like he's going to get get his too he was efficient last year they're gonna, you know, remember Gronkowski and, and Hernandez, you know, the two tight end set type of teams. Buffalo's gonna be the extra blockers for Allen. Again, what I started this with is, it's all about being in to Allen for Allen. And as you know, selfish as it sounds, that's what you do, in my opinion, as a team. You build around your franchise quarterback. You know, talking with my dad and and people that went through the 90s, uh, which had to have been incredible despite losing four, you know, they're like, yeah, I mean, this that's that's what we've been talking about. You don't realize how empty you felt not having a quarterback until Josh Allen comes along. And some some people, I mean, man, Tyrod years, you know, all respect to him. I hope he plays for the Chargers and I hope we whoop on him, Um, you know. And the past quarterbacks, I don't even know who was before that. I can't even think. I mean, I don't need to anymore, which is great. But, man, what an empty feeling. What an empty feeling. We all had that hope. Believe me, guys. I'm st- stick with me. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Bills fan. I Every Sunday, it didn't matter. Found a reason to cheer. I wanted to. But now having Allen, man, it's a sweet spot. That's for, for sure. No sweet spot to be in. And, and, again, getting digs just proves that they're all in on Allen. And bolstering the offensive line, we're all in on Allen. And our defense is very impressive. This is the time, guys. I'll say it and I'll mark it on this podcast. Now, I would think this year, you know, hoping that everything goes according, you know, that's all we would need is a, a, a 10 game season. The Bills make it to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl, but they won it, you know, in 2020. When things were going on, doesn't count. Whatever. You know, I don't even want to touch that, but I could just see that. Um, it's this year, next year, and of course future years. But these next two years are important to me and important for Bills fans to see what kind of developing we do. You know, I talked in the last pod, last pod, last pod, oh, I can't even talk. The last podcast that if the change from year one to year two, it's just as great from two to year two to year three for Allen. We're in for something pretty special. And I think we're going to see it. So, you know, it's a tough league, tough schedule. The good thing about having a daunting schedule like we do um, is Miami, New England, and the Jets also play 
that same schedule, and Tom Brady's out of the East. Come on. Let's get excited about that. I could spend a bunch of time talking about that. I'm so relieved that he's out of the division that I just... Uh, good. I'm almost going to root for him on, on Tampa Bay. I want to play him. That means we're going to play him in the Super Bowl. I want to play him. Tom Brady. Tampa Bay. Mike Evans. O.J. Howard. Cameron Bright. What other receiver am I? Godwin. I mean, we, we know he's declining. But if they make that offensive line and he doesn't get touched, obviously we know he could throw the ball. Anyways, enough about Tampa. The Bills right now are in a prime spot to make their move. And I and I, and I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to do it. Some people are thinking, you know, what's the weakest position that we have right now? Um, maybe we need to work on our offensive line a little bit more. We address the receiver. So now that we have Stephon Diggs, I'm asking you guys, what is what is the position of need right now? Now, I haven't dove in too far. And I know all of our free agents um, kind of addressed, you know, Alexander with Klein and um, Addison on the edge. You know, we got we got some players. Harrison Phillips is coming back, by the way. But if I were to pick right now, and I think I did say it in the last podcast as well, I would say right now our running back position right now is probably the position of need. Because I'll talk about it until we address it. I feel like if we have a compliment to Devin Singletary, just as good or better, that'll be what takes Buffalo over the over the edge this year. Now, we already have digs. I would have said receiver, but we already addressed that. But to take us over that edge, what's the need now? In my opinion, I'm going with the running back position. Um, Florida State has a running back. There's um, the, the running back from LSU. I forget his name. I've, I've recently just started getting involved in seeing who's the top running backs. Uh, Swift, but I'm hearing he's fallen. Georgia, like five. Is is he as good as people say? Not sure. Um, but if we get one of the top three running backs at 54, if that's where Bean and, and, and McDermott are, are what, what they're thinking, shoot for it. Get it. Get it. Of course, there's always going to be things like if there's a good cornerback, even though we got Norman, you know, you can never have too many cornerbacks. By the way, Stephen A. Smith talking about. Um, Levi White on Sports Center, not Levi Wallace. And he said, and they got Shaq Lawson, and he did good last year. This was just like yesterday. Come on, Stephen A., do your homework a little bit. Love you, man. But uh, that was kind of funny. You know, so that that would be my glaring position right now that we need to address. And, you know, I, like I said, you know, there could be other spots, but I feel like running back, and, and that's no dig, uh, no no pun intended. That's no that's no dig on Devin Singletary. I think he's going to be d- dynamic, and and you know, Bean said he can carry the load if he needs to. But why would we do that? Why would we put him in a position to where he needs to be the lead back, and then doing that? So now, if you have Singletary as one, you know, you know, your your veteran so called in the in the locker room. Well, I mean, Yeldon would be there, and um, the guy from uh, Houston. But if you have him, and and second, you get like let's just say DeAndre Swift or something. It probably won't be him, but let's say we get him. Okay, now we got a one-two punch there that are going to be one and two. You know, 
duel duel on the team. And then you got TJ Yeldon and um I forget his name from Houston, who we just re-signed. Taiwan Jones. Maybe him and Taiwan or Taiwan Jones and, and TJ Yeldon fight for that third spot. But if you draft a running back and you get the value there, do it. Because you can incorporate both of them, and if one goes down, maybe you got a Yeldon or you got a or, you know Taiwan Jones in there. I think that that bolsters that backfield well. And um, you know, Allen, we're going to expect a lot of good things from Allen this year. I only expect for him to you know last year I expected him to maybe run a little less, but he didn't. You know, so I think that's part of his game. I think he'll probably run about the same, but get even smarter than he did last year, which you know. He had some questionable things, but you know, I don't really I don't really like to harp on, you know, bad calls or, or, or you know bad decision making when a quarterback really balls out and they have their heart left on the field. I don't really like to, to criticize too much because I know that they're oh, they may have not done something right. Allen may, you know, flick in that lateral back. Okay, yeah, did that look silly? Okay, it looks silly, but what was he trying to do? He was trying to flick it to the guy that was behind him. It just didn't happen to be the right time or expected from anybody. So, you know, it didn't look good, but he was balling out. He balled out that game in Houston. Let's be honest. The first run along the side, I mean, beautiful. Some throws he was making, incredible. And that's Josh Allen for us. Had every reason in the world for Buffalo Bills fan to be super excited about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills and where this team is headed. We're one of the best coach teams in the league. That's just fact. And uh, it's proven to be shown on the field. And it's only going to progress from here. And uh, I appreciate you guys joining me this morning for the Hometown Podcast, having some coffee, just getting some morning thoughts out there. Make sure you embrace the time with your family. If nobody's sick, we're lucky. Appreciate all of the healthcare workers. Uh, my sister's in the field. Uh, friends are in the field. I appreciate you all. Thanks for working so hard. You deserve any extra that's coming to you um, and more. We appreciate you being out there and during this tough time. And um, again, embrace your family. The time we have with our family now is important. Times are tough, whether it's financially or whatever. But we can use this time to be positive and um, and look for a, a brighter future and to get out of this eventually at some point. Because we all want to return to normalcy. But I thank every single one of you, um, first responders and frontline workers, grocery workers, restaurant workers, all of you guys for, for going in every day and exposing yourself. So thank you very much. And uh, I love you, Buffalo. Thanks for listening.